Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. It is a Friday live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, Blazing 5. Very excited about our Friday picks. J-Mac, after the show yesterday, little workout. Started digging mile deep on NFL picks. I really like these. Really like my picks this week, one hour from now. How about you? Let's hope they go better than uh, Saints against the Jags last night. But, well, uh, Trevor played. Yeah, but still, Saints. Uh, what are we doing in the red zone? Like, we know red zone woes are ailing teams, but the Saints? Yeah. 22 plays in the red zone last night. Can't score touchdowns. Come on. Well, I was thinking about this. The New York Giants and the New York Jets. I like both the GMs a lot. I like both the coaches a lot. One team may have the best corner in the NFL. One of the emerging stars at wide receiver. Star running back. New York Jets. Giants have one of the great young rush ends. Star running back. Great left tackle. There's good players on both the Jets and the Giants. Good coaches. Good GMs. Valuable. I mean, the positions. Running back. Left tackle. Corner. Rush end. And over the last couple of years, they're not very good. Why? Last night's proof. You get the quarterback right, it erases all the mess. Get it wrong, overpay, you lose games at home, you should win. Trevor Lawrence is what everybody's looking for in this league. Bad knee did not practice. On the road, there was one great defense in that game last night. It's the one he faced. And what did Trevor Lawrence deliver? Not practicing. Bad knee. 
20 of 29, a touchdown, no picks, key 60 yards rushing, a couple of huge runs at the right time, leadership, not yelling at everybody on his team, six different targets, not dependent on any singular player. And then there's Derek Carr, who apparently was blaming everybody not named Derek Carr, yelling at receivers, yelling at coaches, totally dependent on Alvin Kamara's rushing and receiving, totally dependent on him. At home, better defense, Olave, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. It's a better roster. At home, one great drive. That's it. Last night is precisely why six of the eight divisions are led by the best quarterback. And Miami and Buffalo, Tua leads by a game, but Josh Allen and Tua played. It was a total mismatch. Josh Allen, much better than Tua because he's a much better player. And my guess is they'll eventually win the division. If they meet again, Buffalo will once again beat Miami again because they can't stop Josh Allen, and Buffalo tends to stop Tua. The only division where the best quarterback doesn't lead, NFC West, and that's because the Rams and Matt Stafford are in a rebuild. Otherwise, it's your Josh Allen's Tua's, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Jared Goff, and... And Baker Mayfield. And yes, Baker Mayfield is better than Derek Carr. I argued it yesterday. He's better than Derek Carr. You can screw up in this league all day long. I'll give you an example. And I don't know if it classifies as a screw up, but it certainly was a lot of money and the Rams didn't want to do this. Remember when they gave Jared Goff the bag? It was in 2019 and the contract wasn't even going to start until 2021. And when the Rams traded to Goff to the Detroit Lions, it was before the 2021 season. His contract hadn't even kicked in. So they had to pay Goff a fortune to go play for another team and then had to pay Matt Stafford on their team. And they gave up draft capital. And they won the Super Bowl first year because they had Matt Stafford with a great offensive coach. Last night was your classic go-either-way game. I mean, we'd all admit until the very end, it was ugly and boring. But the superior quarterback, a couple of big passes, big running plays, great leadership, bad knee, didn't practice on the road, made it happen. The other quarterback, a pick six, dependent overwhelmingly, despite the fact he has weapons everywhere, on one guy, Alvin Kamara. Doug Peterson, who's a happy guy, he's got a franchise quarterback, even when he doesn't practice, even when it's a game-time decision, he was the difference. On Monday, I would have told you that he was not playing in this football game on Monday. Um, but that's not who Trevor is. And, and uh, um, again, proud of his effort, you know, the ability to, uh, you know, escape the pocket and run. Fortunately, they were straight ahead runs. He didn't have to cut too much. But, um, yeah, a lot of, lot of gutsy performances out there. And, and um, his, is, his is probably the number one. All right, so... Um... They're all out. The pitchforks are all out to get Jim Harbaugh. Michigan plays Michigan State this weekend. The NCAA is investigating Michigan over sign-stealing allegations. And according to The Athletic, Michigan State was considering not playing in the game. Get this. Over the health and safety of its players. Oh, like Michigan State can take the high road on anything? 
Uh, sign stealing, for the record, is not technically prohibited unless you use, like, electrical equipment. Michigan sent an in-person, low-level staffer, read intern, to watch the other team and see if they could, uh, you know, like in baseball, figure out some signs. Apparently that is illegal, although it should be noted, it was legal up until 1994. And they didn't put it in because they thought it was a massive advantage. They put it in because the lower-level programs complained, we can't afford to have a low-level staffer go to other games. Basically, they have a Mercedes and we can't afford one. They're bad people. Nobody's winning and losing games. Michigan's a three- to four-touchdown favorite again this weekend because of a low-level staffer figuring out your bat signals. That's why coaches do this during games. They hide signals. You can watch it on TV. Teams have been doing that forever. So Michigan State right now, football is a bit of a tire fire, so it's classic David Copperfield. Look over to your right, over to the left. You know, you got the pigeon, the penny, whatever it is. So Michigan State also leaked this story to The Athletic so that it would read, almost canceled the game. Oh, God, get over yourself, Michigan State. This, to me, is a badge of honor for Michigan. They have not only separated from the conference, P.J. Fleck saying earlier this year, this is the best team I've ever faced in college football, 15 years of coaching. They've separated from Ohio State. They have worked the Buckeyes the last two years. And their in-state rival, which is um, between the Mel Tucker situation, here comes Washington, better program. Here comes Oregon, better program. Here comes USC, better program. Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan, all better programs, is getting a little insecure. Basically, Michigan football sent an intern to opponents' games to see if they could get some, uh, you know, defensive signals. It is illegal. Yeah, so was that hamburger that uh, on campus that Harbaugh apparently got somebody. This is all envy and nonsense. Now, I know what you're saying. Colin Fox, Big Ten. No, no, I, I didn't defend Mel Tucker. I, I didn't uh, defend Michigan State. I have not, through the years, defended the Pac-12, the conference I grew up when it disbanded. I wasn't there ringing the bell for the Pac-12. I said, sorry, it's a declining conference. Having a good year, declining conference. I don't do that. I've been defending Harbaugh because Harbaugh is different and unique and successful. And you see this all the time in industries. When somebody in their industry pulls away from everybody else, and make no doubt, Michigan is rolling over people, humiliating people, embarrassing people, taking some of that Michigan economy from one side to the other, and they already got more of it. It's embarrassing for Michigan State. Listen, slap on the hand, I don't have a problem. But the fact that Michigan State is, is over-dramatizing this and, and saying, we, we were going to cancel this thing. We, the safety and health of our players. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's like Spygate. Tom Brady, Deflategate, Spygate. They were winning before it and after it. You understand Deflategate? And we monitored it on this show. When I had this show, I'm not sure if I was here or the other place, Deflategate, Brady was better after Deflategate. It had zero impact on Tom Brady. Zero. I'm not saying that because he's coming to work at Fox. I said it a thousand times at the other place, I believe, and here. It didn't matter. Brady was better after it. This stuff doesn't matter. College football is about personality and coaching and recruiting.
That's it. It's 70% of this sport getting really good players. And Michigan is on pace to have more players drafted than any university in the history of the draft. And they're pulling away from everybody, including Ohio State. And they're hard to pull away from. And everybody now, it's amazing what fear and envy do. Joel Klatt this week on how Harbaugh has built a Michigan team that's as good as it's ever been in its school's history. Jim has built a great program, and he's, and he's done it in a unique way in a day and age in which it's, the sport is built around offense and tempo and volume. He's gone the opposite direction and built his program about, about culture and toughness and power. And, and power. This is his deepest team that he's ever had. I will not be shocked if Michigan breaks the record of players drafted in one single draft next spring. I am in no way saying what he did is right. But, folks, this stuff's happening every weekend. Stealing signals, uh, getting information on the Internet, calling sources. Th th this stuff is, I mean, this is, this is the peanuts on an airplane, right? It's not the engine. It's not the pilots. It's not the crew. It's not the engine. It's, not, it, it's the peanuts on the airplane. You didn't get them this time, maybe you get a biscuit. Maybe this flight's too bumpy, you don't get served. It's not a biggie. All right, J-Mac. Mm. All fired up today. I don't know if it's as cut and dry as you're making it. Yesterday, I was 100% with you on Harbaugh, but yeah. I think I'm going to wait for a little more information here. I have a lot of information. You do? Okay. All right. Uh, I, I, reading re a report that uh, allegedly this guy, Harbaugh's yeah. guy, yeah. was sent to opponents' games uh, uh. to get their signals. Yeah, that's now, never how, happened. How different is that from watching tape? Yeah. Well, are you stealing the signals? You ever think like a university that has a history like Ohio State, USC, Oklahoma, Texas ever sends former players, coaches, players especially who have coached to opponents' games, good seats, watch the signals? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and guess that has happened before. Every <laughs> single weekend. Yeah. I, I could give you an example on the West Coast. So then the question becomes, why Michigan? Why Harbaugh? Exactly my point. Why Michigan? You don't think all these top schools, they have a directory. Who's in town? Who can go? Take a look. Call back. Hey, it's just for fun. There's eyes in the stands every weekend. This stuff, again, this is the biscuit on the airplane. It, it's not even the meal. It's, it's just nothing. We're all trying to get an edge in some way, shape, or form. Hey, people don't know. Hey, I am going to other studios. I got people all over that show, this show, spying on. on Stephen A. Well, we're, we're, we don't need, we're not worried about anybody. But I do like that extra biscotti on the airplane. Oh, gosh. Love that. You're young. You can burn that off. <laughs> All right. I got a parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week. Via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'll take Bills minus nine. They played terribly against the New York Giants at New England. Swallow the points. Bills have a better roster, more to play for, as Miami and the Jets now are charging fast. Chargers at the Chiefs all take the Chargers plus five and a half. Why? Chiefs are not a big favorite, still struggling offensively. Connectability between Mahomes and that young receiving group. And I'll take the Eagles, minus two, hosting the Dolphins. When you punch, 
back at Miami. They can fold, not a physical team. I think they'll struggle to slow down the Eagles' offense. I like the Bills, minus 9, Chargers, plus 5.5, Eagles, minus 2. You want to take the Herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users code HERD when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There is a huge game this weekend between two teams that don't appear to be any good, Green Bay and Denver. This is the test, not a test. This is the test for Jordan Love. Off a bye with an offensive coach. Offensive coaches off a bye. Very successful. Lousy Denver defense and running back Aaron Jones, top 7-8 in the league, is, I'm told, back. If Jordan Love lays an egg against Denver's defense, Justin Fields completed 80% of his throws against this Denver defense. It is time in the building to make a move toward a quarterback in the next draft. Do you have the intellectual honesty in Green Bay to do that? Giants didn't and doubled down on Daniel Jones. Justin Fields, his best game ever as a pro against this Denver defense. And he's got a defensive coach. So we just watched Jordan Love with extra prep time against the Raiders defense struggle. Punt, field goal, punt, interception, punt in the first half on scripted plays. We also know that he is getting worse every game, meaning, i.e. translation, 
Defensive coordinators now have some film. They know what he can't do and can't complete. And three, he has the lowest completion percentage in the NFL. He's not a rookie. Don't listen to that. He's not a rookie. He's been in the NFL now. This is his fourth year. He's played in games, preseason games, dominating camp. Do the Packers have what they call intellectual honesty here? To look in the mirror and go, now we reached on him and it's not working. You cannot lay an egg this weekend. In fact, he needs to be excellent. For the record, I'm not being harsh. Kyle Shanahan moved off a quarterback that got to the Super Bowl. Sean McVay moved off a quarterback that got to a Super Bowl. Andy Reid moved off a quarterback, Alex Smith, that was a pro bowler. Sean Payton may very well move off a quarterback and have five years of his salary to eat. Jordan Love's just bad, and they don't owe him much money. He has got to be excellent. Denver is allowing. I mean, this is hard to stomach. Opposing quarterbacks against Denver are averaging 117 passer rating. Justin Fields ate it alive. So um, and think about this. Green Bay has the worst first-half offense in the NFL. And consider this. The Giants haven't scored a first-half touchdown. Green Bay's offense is worse. Can you look in the mirror? I think Pittsburgh's too nice. It's a small town. Pittsburgh really is. It's a big, small town, right? They're not going to move off Kenny Pickett. Local kid, and it's going to put them behind Baltimore and Cincinnati for years, who have superstar quarterbacks. And De Detroit Lions, golf, momentum. You know Minnesota's going to get a quarterback. Chicago may go get another one. They have the first two picks in the draft, potentially. Can Green Bay go, okay, we got to be honest here. Extra prep time against the Raiders defense, bad. Extra prep time against the worst defense in the history of the league, statistically. He's got to hit a home run this weekend. He's got his running back back, offensive coach, great organization, a lot of momentum when he entered it. Got to be good. No excuses. The franchises that make a mistake on a reach, you got to move on. If you make a mistake, this league is full of mistakes. Everybody makes a mistake. I've had general managers, Bill Polian, made the Hall of Fame. He knew three practices in. He had a second, third round pick, total whiff. The best, Belichick, Andy Reid, the very best at this, the best GMs, the best coaches. They screw up all the time. It's an imperfect business. There's no great talent in pointing out everybody's mistakes. They all make them. We make them coaches, GMs, no perfect GM, no perfect coach. No reason to belabor it, but the bigger issue is when you can't own it and move on. Or you're the Giants and you double down on it. That's when you get buried for years. Matt LaFleur this week on the Packers' inconsistent offense. I think a lot of times the quarterback gets too much blame when you're not scoring points, and that's just the way it goes, especially when you're turning over the ball. Um, I, I, I just think it, it comes down to us getting into a rhythm offensively. We have not done that. It's been choppy. It, it's felt disjointed. Jacksonville was choppy all last night. And then Trevor Lawrence made plays. Everybody's choppy. It's called the NFL every Sunday. Don't make excuses. Well, we were choppy and uneven. Jacksonville was all night. And they won. And Patrick Mahomes against the Jets was choppy all night. And he won.
There are no non-choppy games in the NFL, unless you're no Brock Purdy, uh, until last weekend. Choppy is the league. Got to make plays. Got to complete passes. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I don't know. If you had told me yesterday, Calvin Ridley would have one catch for five yards. And they won. Trevor Lawrence would have one touchdown pass. Travis Etienne under 60 yards rushing. I would have said the Saints should win the game. Well, the Saints have the best talent in that game last night. Mm. Jacksonville is still, in certain areas on that team, rebuilding. Yeah, They're still in the rebuilding process. New Orleans is not rebuilding. Michael Thomas, Alave, mm. Alvin Kamara, good run-blocking O-line, excellent defense, elite pass mm. rusher. You're leaving out one name, and we're going to get to him right now. And it's not Derek Carr, although Derek Carr struggled for much of the game last night. He even got booed at the end there. A boo. Um, he got booed all night in the first half. Okay, well, I, I had a men's league basketball game, so I was watching on <laughs> without the sound. Uh, but, yeah, listen, Carr had a couple overthrows. Here he is barking at Chris Olave. There seems to be some sort of disconnect. I will get into it here after we listen to Derek Carr. Okay. The slow start. Uh... I, you know, I've been showing my emotion a little bit too much on, on my sleeve, you know, like uh, I, I kind of got to chill out, you know, and that's me holding myself accountable because that's not going to help anything. And so just trying to be a calming influence in those moments, especially when it's been a couple of times it's happened, that heightened frustration, I, I could do a better job as a leader to calm everybody down. I wasn't talking too, Chris. Uh, like the past two weeks, I've just been talking in general. But there are some things um, that happened today that led to some pretty big negative plays that should never happen. And um, I think that's where my frustration was coming from. I like that. He wasn't talking to Chris. He was just looking in his direction and expressing massive displeasure. I couldn't figure it out. The ball was out of bounds by 10 yards. Olave, some people broke down the video online. It looked like he may have stopped running there. But again, the ball was way out of bounds. So I can't totally fault it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's Um, not a catchable ball. So, uh, listen... uh, we both like Derek Carr. I'm probably a little high on or higher on him than a lot of people. They think he's total garbage. He's never won a playoff I, game. I, blah, I figured blah, blah. it out last night. He's 14th or 15th best quarterback in the league. Yeah. One of those two. Yeah, right around there. So, Pete Carmichael is the offensive coordinator. And I, I'm not trying to crush the guy, but I started reading about him. Some people had told me before the season, he's like Matt Canada level bad. He's been an offensive coordinator for 15 years. Longest tenured OC in the league. But a lot of that was with... Sean Payton. So who do you think's calling play? Sean Payton or Pete Carmichael? Yeah. Come on, Sean Payton. Um, the offense was terrible in the red zone last year. They're once again terrible in the red zone. And it looks like Carmichael's calling plays as if Drew Brees were his quarterback. Everything is dink and dunk, five yards in the middle of the field. They know what's coming. That pick six, that's not totally on Carr. There's like three defenders in the area. They ran 22 plays in the red zone last night, Colin. The Steelers have run 21 in the red zone this season. Yeah, you know, I, I my only criticism of Sean Payton in his career, sometimes I think he's hired friends and not the best coaches. Uh, he's had guys on his staff that I think are mediocre. Um, I One of the things I love about Sean McVay, go look at all those guys that leave Sean McVay. Like Raheem Morris... Yarber may be the best receiver coach in the league. He's had multiple guys. His guys get head coaching jobs. Is I Bottom line is Breeze and Sean Payton just willed themselves to a Super Bowl and success. And it was overwhelming. The GM, Mickey Lomas, the coach, Sean Payton, and the quarterback, Drew Breeze. All A++. 
Uh, there were other people on that staff I didn't love. Sean loved. He's loyal. Um, I don't think Dennis Allen works, in my opinion. Um, I, I I think this is a very good organization that doesn't have the right coaches. Plural. I don't hate that. Listen, they're still going to be in the playoff mix. I know people don't want to say this is not a playoff team. Look at the division. Look at the schedule. They're going to be right there, even at 9-8. and eight. Remember, Tampa Bay won this division with Brady, I think two years ago, was it? Um, when they had like a 8-9 and nine record or 9-8. Tampa, Tampa actually has good players. And they've got veteran players. Atlanta's got good players. They're kids. Yeah. Remember, Carolina was in the mix for a playoff spot last year at like 7-8 and eight late in the season. Like, yeah. this division sinks. Saints aren't dead yet, but they got to fix this offensive core. I don't, I don't know what the solution is, but goodness gracious. Three for 18 on third down. Give yeah, they were awful on third down. Three awful. for 18. Like, come on. All right, next story. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo officially out Sunday when the Raiders travel to Chi-Town. Again, you- I know this is supposed to be a game nobody wants to watch, it's but I think Justin Fields... Well, wait, he's not playing. Okay, he's, now he's out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that shortly. Oh, we're we're, we're going to do... Um, we got backup quarterbacks, Raiders, Bears. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so here's the question, though. Do the Raiders start veteran Brian Hoyer, who I think is probably my age? I'm not sure. He's a fossil. No, why, what's wrong with the backup? Or do they go with rookie Aiden O'Connell? I would go with Aiden O'Connell. Okay, so here's the problem. The Raiders are three-point favorites. The Raiders are also, I think, three and three, right? Yeah. They got a chance to be over 500 if they win in Chicago. And if you look at the schedule... I know this is going to sound crazy. There's a world where they could steal nine wins. So do they want to I told tr- you this yesterday and you you barked well, at me. You I, mocked me. I did mock it, but here's the question. <laughs> Colin, if you're the Raiders, do you say, let's let's see what we got with the young guy, Aiden O'Connell? Or do you say, you know, Brian Hoyer's not going to screw it up When's for the us. last let's time Brian Hoyer won a game? Um, you go with Aiden O'Connell. Last week against the Patriots? Oh. Aiden O'Connell, by the way, against the Chargers... I know they were down 24-7, but in the second half, he got them into like the 10-yard line. You can tell the game, the game I didn't watch last week. You no, can no, tell he the filled in. He didn't start last week. He yeah. f- remember, uh, Jimmy G had the back injury yeah. at halftime. And Hoyer comes in, and was, he just didn't screw it up and made one deep pass. So do you go play it safe with Hoyer? No. Or do you see what you got with the young guy? Uh, go with the young guy. That's what I would do, but... And I'm by not the sure. way, so what's the you're gonna give me the Justin Fields story? What's yeah, going okay, on here? fine, fine. Final story here is uh Justin Fields, who is uh has the dislocated thumb, according to Ian Rappaport. He's not gonna do surgery. That's right, he's not. I, I don't know. He can't grip a football right now. Like, what uh, what are we doing? This smells a little like Justin Fields knows, like, dude, we're, we're gonna, they're going to go get a quarterback. Well, you, I got to save my job. I got to try. Like, well, they are. They, 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 you have to draft a quarterback. So now you're going to play injured and well, even damage your future with no, the way but, Baker Mayfield did in but, Cleveland? But people in Chicago, if you're wondering, you have to draft a quarterback. I know, but Justin Fields, his mindset is, I've got to go play I get to give myself right. a chance. But let's be honest. If you have the first or second pick and Caleb and Drake May are there, you draft them, period. I don't care. 100%. Again, you don't if you have Mahomes, Herbert, Trevor, Jalen, Lamar, Josh. I don't even care if you had Dak or Kirk Cousins. You draft those quarterbacks. Yeah. These guys are A-plus prospects. I don't even care if you have Dak. And Dak's good. The, there's about six quarterbacks in the world where I wouldn't draft one of those two guys. I would move down. Okay, so if you're Chicago the Bears. Chicago will draft a quarterback. Are the Bears telling Justin Fields, hey, hey, Justin, just get the surgery. We need you healthy. Because he's going to know that's a bat signal. Oh, they're tanking. Because, Colin, the backup is an undrafted Oh, no, rookie I, I watched him. It's not. It's bad. Ba- I think it's pronounced Badgen. He played uh, Bajin, in a college whatever. program I'd never heard of. Division two. So, you know, he was a West Virginia high school football legend. I was just reading about him. Oh, okay. He had a couple D1 bites, went D2. The most interesting thing about this kid is his dad is like an arm wrestling legend. I'm talking like 
I think I saw 17 championships in the arm wrestling. Like, he's a trash-talking arm wrestler. Oh, okay. That, that's what's interesting about him. Okay. Yeah, the Bears are pretty clearly, let's uh, just be aggressively uh, bad. I, I'm going to guess there's not much else interesting about him, if that's what's interesting about that's him. That's the most interesting thing yeah. about this. Guy. I would say, um, I don't think the Bears are telling Justin Fields anything. I think Justin Fields is hurt, and he senses the urgency to play. Yeah. You don't have, you know, I see this all the time. When people dream up conspiracy theories, you don't have to have one with Chicago. Justin Fields isn't an idiot. He's struggling. He sees Caleb Williams and Drake May. It's all over the internet. Michael Penix and Chicago's got the first two picks. That kid wants to save his bacon. Now, I do believe if he got the surgery and got healthy, he does have a tiny market. I could see some. Justin is so talented because when you watch the Bears play, you don't love their GM. You don't love the owner. You don't love the coach. You don't love the defense. And there are moments, it's why Sam Gar- Darnold got another chance. There was, you watch enough YouTube on Sam Darnold, you're like, wow, Justin Fields has some Sam Darnold. Mm. Not winning, but you can comprise a five-minute tape. There are some like jaw-dropping yeah. moves by Darnold, so he got a second chance. That's- Baker, second chance. Gino was a total bust and got a second chance. So my takeaway, Justin Fields will get another run somewhere because, pe- number one, he's got real talent. Wait, wait, as, as a starter? Or? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, now that's So he's talented. And if you look at the dysfunction in the Bears, I mean, I, I, if I was a GM and didn't have a quarterback, my first take is, well, who could succeed in Chicago? I don't even yeah, know if they're would, the right would, GM or the coach. Wouldn't you rather just draft one in a well, 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 quarterback-rich draft? What, what if I have the 15th pick? I'm not. How much would I have to move up to just I, get Michael okay. Penix? The third Bo, Bo Nix, Quinn Ewers, I, there's a lot. Okay, well, I'm just saying, Justin feels a starter somewhere in the league next year? Abs. I don't know. I think he's backing up somewhere. I think he's, first of all, the talent's unmistakable. Darnold's talent was never the issue. His windup, his delivery, his recklessness. No, wait, he, I'm sorry, Fields is still on the rookie deal, so That's maybe right. he's back, back up in Chicago. Uh, well, no, I think you'd to move whoever him. Get, uh, you'd move him out. No, no, he'd be a distra- He's too talented. Remember, backups need to be people that can put a hat on and sunglasses, walk through a mall, and nobody right, recognizes right, right, right. him. You don't want Tim Tebow, who wasn't any good, but he was a distraction. Cam Newton is a backup. Tebow yeah. is a backup. Johnny Manziel is a backup. Baker is a backup. They're too newsworthy. Justin Fields will be too newsworthy. But he's a starter for somebody in this league next year. Yeah, maybe it is Chicago. Ooh. Maybe they win four games. But he's starting. Well, he's even too they, talented not to get a second run. I, I would say I would say no. I don't think he's starting anywhere week one. Wow. Should we do that as a side wager? I know we have a I, million I, side wagers at this how point. How many stakes do I get from you? Oh, stop Are it. You're not winning I bets. can feed Fox Sports. I mean, well, you just look through the, the league. Like, I don't see where there's a spot. It's like musical chairs. There's not any available. Okay. Every year, two things happen. Eight coaches get fired, and eight teams are desperate for a quarterback. Baker Mayfield is starting in Tampa. Geno Smith was buried beneath your winter coat in your fourth closet in your house. It was over. He was in the third closet you never opened. And he's now starting. And Pete Carroll gave him a contract and believes in him. So I guess the the argument for those two, Pete Carroll really liked Geno Smith, but also Shanahan believed in Sam Darnold. Who's seen two two plus seasons of Justin Fields that is like, I need that. By the way. I, I like Fields, by the way, just to, for the record. Fields is talented. Darnold's talented. Baker's talented. These people that are selling all their stock on Kyler Murray. He got Arizona to the playoffs. I'd rather have Justin Fields as a backup to Rodgers, assuming he's back, over Zach Wilson. 100%. So would I. Yeah. Backup. He'll be somewhere in this league. Yeah. 
J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I don't have to love a quarterback. And I've said Justin Fields reminds me of Darnold that he's a YouTube quarterback. If you watch the entire game, you wince occasionally. Too often. But I can give you a three-minute reel of every game Sam Darnold played, you know, and you're like, wow, he, that guy can move. He's big. He can... He makes plays too reckless over time. That's why you have to watch the games. But Justin Fields has talent, and because of Chicago's dysfunction, somebody's going to look and go, yeah, look at that. Who could succeed with that? Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Today, the ALCS moves to Game 5 on FS1 as Jose Altuve leads the Astros in a crucial matchup against Corey Seager and the Rangers. Coverage begins today at 4 Eastern on Fox. So, uh, Eagles... Hosting the Dolphins on Sunday night. 
So we talked about Miami, a little bit of the speedboat of the NFL. Flashy, fun, hard to take your eyes off of. But Miami, and I like Philly in this game, Miami's five wins have come against the NFL dregs. Carolina, New England, the Giants, Broncos. Their big win, and they trailed at times, was against the Chargers, the two and three Chargers. Against the Bills, they got completely worked. So as of today, the Dolphins are like a lot of men in Miami. They're leasing a speedboat. Those are Gucci knockoffs. The watch really isn't gold. It's fake. They call them $40,000 millionaires, and Miami's got a lot of them. Driving a sports car on Ocean Avenue, living in an apartment two blocks away. Miami is great at bullying bad teams. They have shown no indication they can go toe-to-toe with the great teams. So Sunday night, let's see an actual paycheck. Let's see a bank statement. Because I watched in Buffalo and your credit card got denied. So flashy team in a flashy town. Prove you can go on the road. Little chilly weather. Great O-line, D-line. Probably don't lead comfortably. Let's see a pay stub. Miami. I like Philadelphia in this game to control it. I thought this was interesting. Bill Barnwell, ESPN. He's very good. So he comes up with lists, and I thought this was interesting. A lot of people are questioning, you know, Detroit Lions, I don't trust them. Trust them. So Barnwell ranked the teams with the most players worth a first-round pick. You can get a first-round pick in a trade. For our radio audience, I'll read it. Philadelphia 7, Detroit and San Francisco 6. They got dudes. Cowboys, Dolphins, Seahawks, five. So what jumps out to me in that, no big surprises. Detroit, as talented, first-round pick-wise, as anybody in the league. So buy this team. The second list, J-Mac, you'll like this, that Barnwell has. Teams without a quarterback worth a first-round pick. Again, I'll read this for our radio audience. Bears, Broncos, Browns, Bucks, Commanders, Falcons, Giants, Jets, Packers, Patriots, Raiders, Saints, Seahawks, Steelers, Titans, Vikings. Now, which teams jump out to you? To me, it's the Seahawks and the Steelers. Good teams, legendary defensive coaches who don't often show urgency for O-line play or quarterbacks. Geno Smith, Kenny Pickett. Do not, in my opinion, feel like hoisting a Super Bowl trophy. So uh, as I, I think it's the first time I've done it, or second time this season, I do something after about week six, seven, called the Super Bowl bubble. Teams, I believe, and it's always a very small group of NFL teams that I consider Super Bowl teams, and then there's always two or three, for other reasons, close, but I'm not there yet. And introducing my first Super Bowl bubble, or at least the one I remember, Baltimore, Kansas City, Buffalo, and Jacksonville from the AFC, Detroit, Niners, Philly, NFC. Now, I think the Bengals are close. They have won the last two weeks, but I thought they got outplayed by Seattle and outplayed by the Rams earlier. Won both, but I don't love that. Miami, again, go to Philadelphia. Even if you lose 27-26 and push them around a little, I'm impressed. And Dallas, 
11 penalties, special teams, blunders. The only reason you beat the Chargers, they're the Chargers. They made more mistakes than you did. So I think Dallas has the talent, and there's a lot of things I do think are good. But I have Miami, Dallas, Cincinnati on the outside. Now, what do all these teams, what do all these teams have in common? Outside of San Francisco, and we don't really know how good Brock Purdy is. His numbers have been good. They all have elite quarterbacks. Dak's elite. Goff's elite. I mean, if you're top 12, you're elite. That's it. Got to have one. So when I look at Barnwell's teams without a quarterback worthy of a first-round pick, you either have one or you're fooling yourself. So he has the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, Hilly surgery, going to be 40. Can't get a first-round pick for him, can you? Is that what he's saying? That's when I look at that list, I see Seahawks Steelers, good rosters, great coaches, but defensive guys. Is Pete really buying into Geno? I think they draft a quarterback. Is uh, Pittsburgh uh, really buying into Kenny Pickett? I don't think they will draft a quarterback. Local kid, they'll stick with him. Your take. Uh, well, if we could show your Super Bowl bubble. So I feel like two teams are missing, oh. and they don't have a first-round quarterback. Okay, who are those teams? So, well, let me back into it. Um, <laughs> so why why do you have Miami just on the outside? They have shown no ability. When you punch them back, they have a glass chin. They fold very quickly. They have to win a certain way. It's got to be finesse. They play with a lead. It's got to be a track meet. Buffalo can win a track meet or an ugly one like last week. Interesting. Miami doesn't win enough ugly games. you got to be able to win both. And by the way, the Niners should have won last week. They missed two gimme field goals. They can win ugly. They can win big. So I'm assuming Miami's offense is the primary reason. And their coach. That they're even there. Okay. Yeah, they're, they are. So, they, they play downhill, and when they do, they can blow anybody in the league out. So why wouldn't you have, because if Miami is at the elite end of the spectrum for offense— at the elite end of the spectrum for defense is the Cleveland Browns, who have set a record now for fewest yards allowed through six games going back like 50-plus years. Yeah. They are by far the number one defense in the league. I know Chubb's gone. Deshaun Watson practicing today. Sounds like he may go this weekend. Why isn't Cleveland on the outside? Well, it, do you believe leadership matters? Yes. Vic Fangio, defensive coordinator, Mike McDaniel, head coach, and Tua. Those are, right. those are leaders of men. Jim Schwartz, unbelievable defensive coach. Kevin Stefanski, who got to the second round of the playoffs with Baker Mayfield. And then the most important part. And then Deshaun Watson Who, by is the, the way, question. already, what the heck's going on? We will hopefully I find like out. I like Miami's soon. leadership trio. Head coach, top coordinator, quarterback. Two is a great leader. I think he's a great quarterback. He's a great leader. Really good leader. McDaniel's brilliant. Vic is tremendous. So, we, by the way, I considered Cleveland. Okay. But right. I, I look at the ownership. I look at the quarterback. I like their defensive court. Schwartz has been a great D.C. for a long time. Last team I would toss in there. Um... But remember this. Remember this. Miami dropped a 70-burger. What's yeah. Cleveland scoring on the weekends? I mean, you... not, not many, but they got a defense that will keep them in games. 19 points a game. Okay. That, the that's team... not, a, not even three touchdowns. That's, that's not a Super Bowl bubble team to me. That's the, it's a offensively. The Seattle Seahawks. I don't Did have you men. consider them no. for the outside bubble? Oh, yeah, no, no. Did. Because Did. if memory serves, they were on the chart before with yeah. uh, the most play, most by the talent. Way, they are by loaded the way, with talent. The Rams, though, to me, were closer than Seattle. Rams bludgeoned them when they played. Elite offensive coach, elite out. quarterback. I thought week one didn't matter. Elite thought, coach, elite quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you uh, to me, every team in my bubble... 
Do you have a star quarterback that can play from behind? Matt Stafford, yes. Geno Smith, no. There you go. Blazing five. Next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 